Hey there, I'm so glad you're joining me today. This is Vision Eternity Ministries. My name is Lee Klein. If this is your first time here, I welcome you. We're talking about getting ready for Jesus. Many think they're ready for Jesus. That's why Jesus said on that day that many are not everyone who calls me Lord is going to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And many are going to say, Lord, I did this in your name. I did that in your And so we have to open our ears to hear and our eyes to see the truth. We have to know what is happening. And so I have the privilege of helping you to see what is happening, what we need to do, how we can be ready. And maybe you'll find out today that you thought you're ready and you're not. So let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, I thank you and praise you for telling us truth. You said you correct those that you dearly and tenderly love. Practice, Lord. We want to know the truth. We don't want to find out on that day that we were walking in a lie, that we were living a lie. So we just submit to you. We honor you. We praise you and give you all the glory in your name. So, yeah, we've been talking about how to be ready to pre- be prepared for the groom, Revelation 19.7. Let us rejoice and shout for joy, exulting and triumphant. Let us celebrate and ascribe to him glory and honor for the marriage of the Lamb at last has come and his bride has prepared himself. So we've been talking about his bride preparing herself. We have to get ready. I'm going to verse 8 today. She has been permitted to dress in fine radiant linen Dazzling in white, for fine linen is and signifies, represents the righteousness, the upright, just, and godly living deeds and conduct and the right standing with God of the saints, God's holy people. And so when you prepare for Jesus, you get to wear the dress, the wedding garment. I was thinking about the line that Jesus is talking to me about, the sheep and the goats. Those who are upright and those who pay no attention to what Jesus said. Those who who loved compared to those who did not. Those who served compared to those who did not. And, And so Jesus has been showing me that we have been in a time of great testing. You might not know it or you might know it, but I have known it. And he he was showing me at one time that I was in the wrong line. And so I quickly got in the right line. And I was thinking today about how, you know, when we come in that line, because of what he's shown me, I guess, is all of a sudden we're going to know. Even before it's our turn to stand before Jesus, we're going to know those things that we ignored that he told us to do. We're going to realize at that time we lacked integrity. That we didn't really do what Jesus said to do. We thought we could get away with it. You know, um, for example, maybe you're thinking little white lies are okay. Or you're thinking, well, I got all the way out to my car and I didn't pay for this gallon of milk. So that's all right. I'm just going to take it home. It's okay. Or maybe you actually killed someone and you thought you got away with it. Or maybe you decided what sex you wanted to be and you thought that was okay, that was your decision. 
You know, we were talking about hiding those cookies or putting them away out of sight, out of mind. And lots of times we do that with Jesus. We just think we can do what we want. We don't have to think about what he thinks about it. In fact, um, lots of people don't even realize what Jesus is thinking, what his opinion is, where he's coming from, because they haven't really taken the time to know him. So as... So you're standing in that line, and all of a sudden you know that you know what Jesus is going to say even before you get up there. And I was just thinking of this little scenario. Um, what if all of a sudden you decided to take off, to run as fast as you could, because you knew what was going to happen? You knew exactly what was going to happen. You knew you missed it. You knew it. And so um, you took off. And you happen to, um, you manage to get into the wedding banquet. And you're sitting in the corner thinking that you're unnoticed. And I want to read that parable to you. And then all of a sudden, someone sees you. Revelation, whoops, Matthew 22. Jesus spoke to them in parables, in stories. He, and Stories used to illustrate and explain, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a king who gave a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his servants to summon those who had been invited to the wedding banquet, but they refused to come. He sent other servants, saying, Tell those who are invited, Behold, I've repaired my banquet. My bullocks and my fat calves are killed, and everything is prepared. Come to the wedding feast. But they were not concerned and paid no attention. They ignored and made light of the summons, treating it with contempt, and they went away, went to his farm, another to his business. Just reminds me of how things are today. Everybody's too busy. They're thinking they can just wing it and get into heaven, you know, by the skin of their teeth, so to say. Or, you know, Jesus isn't that picky. He loves me where I'm at. Um, I... I really don't have to do that. Not paying any attention. He's invited them to the wedding banquet, and he, they're not paying attention. He said to his servants, the wedding feast is prepared, but those who are invited are not worthy. So go to the highways and the byways, leave the city where the man, main roads are from the country, and invite the, to the wedding feast as many as you can find. And those servants went out to the crossroads, and got together as many as that were found, both bad and good. And the room which was the wedding feast was now filled with guests. But the king came to view the guests. He looked intently at a man there who had a no wedding garment. So remember, when you prepare for the bridegroom, when you prepare, you get to wear that dress. And you thought you snuck into the banquet, but you got caught because you didn't have the dress. He said, friend, how did you come in here without putting on the appropriate wedding garment? And he was speechless, muzzled, gagged. Then the king said to the attendants, tie him up foot, hand and foot and throw him out into the outer, outer darkness where there is weeping and grinding of teeth. Verse, four, uh, yeah, verse 14, for many are called, invited, and summoned, but few are chosen. And there's so much confusion in that, but before I get ahead of myself, 
you you can't put Jesus aside. You can't just think that you can do this later. You're invited to the banquet. He's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you invite him in, then he, he's going to prepare you for that day. You know, when you're standing in that line and you knew, suddenly you knew, if you get on your knees every morning and you get corrected, that is a blessing because you're going to know before it's too late what you need to change. You're going to know you did the wrong thing and you need to change it. And you got to do it quick because that banquet is coming up. He's calling you to come to the banquet. And on the way there, he's going to recreate you in his likeness so you can be that beautiful bride without spot or wrinkle. We read yesterday, um, I shared with you Song of Solomon 4-7. You are altogether beautiful, my darling, and you there is no flaw. Getting ready to stand before Jesus. Talked about yesterday, the foundation is decide. Decide that you're going to do what he tells you to do. And today we're really actually talking about integrity. You know, lots of people say that prayer and they decide they're going to follow Jesus. And then all of a sudden they think, well, I don't actually have to do that. I don't actually really have to do this. And I'm going to do this because it seems like the thing to do. And, and, and they don't even actually consult with Jesus. Many, many don't consult with Jesus. It's a good thing to consult with him over everything. If you're going to be engaged in his life, if you're going to be his, his um, bride, when you walk down that aisle and your eyes meet and you've had integrity, that is going to show, it's going to be beautiful to him. Even when no one's looking to do that right thing, to know that in your heart, when, when you feel him prompt you and tell you that's wrong, if you don't fix it, you're not going to be able to have that dress that he promises. You're not going to be able to be his bride. If you're dating other men, your groom isn't going to want to marry you. If you put anything before God, you have a God before him, and you're dating other men and he's not gonna he's not going to marry you he's not thought thought you could do this you thought you could juggle this and still get in that door you put aside all those things that you're Maybe your sister said to you, I thought, oh, she's just overboard. And then you're standing in that line on that day. And your heart sinks. And you know you're not going to make it. And Jesus is saying to you today, be careful. You're walking a fine line. We're all going to stand before him. 
we're not all going to walk up that aisle and get that dress and and be at that banquet, but some of us are going to be thrown out into the outer darkness. Or it'll be weeping and grinding of teeth. I don't want that to be me. You don't want that to be you. And so make sure that when you're invited to the banquet, you don't say you're too busy. Don't say you're too busy. He's actually inviting you to sit at his feet, to learn of him, to be prepared. He's asking you to do a work. He's asking you to do his work, to represent him, to be his witness. There's so many things he wants to teach you. And when you're willing, when you make that decision, and you don't compromise, when you have integrity, when you go back in and pay for that milk, when you, when you go to that person and you say, I lied to you and I need to fix it, When you honor the fact that he made man and woman, when you honor what he said and how to live your life in purity and goodness and kindness, when you let him fulfill in your life the good plan that he has for you, Jesus is so much in love with you, and he wants you to know today things to come. He's coming. In fact, he showed me. His hand is on that doorknob. And whenever the Father says, open the door, he's going to open the door. And his time frame is so much different than ours. He told me he's coming, and he's coming sooner than I thought. And so I don't know what that means. You don't know what that means. But I have learned one thing. Act like it's tomorrow. Act like it's today. And get it right. Get on your knees and get it right. Be careful. Be careful. He might come tomorrow. You might not have time to put it off another day. Fix what is ever wrong in your life, and you know what it is. If you get on your knees, if you get in that line, just pretend you're in the line. Sheep and the goats. You know the parable. Get in that line. Get on your knees. Ask him which line you're in. Ask him to correct you. Revelation 3.19, he said to be excited to be corrected. He loves you so much. He's trying to save you from damnation. So let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you. You're so good to us. Thank you for telling us things to come. Thank you for showing us truth. Thank you. We want to know the truth. We want to know if we're right with you. You said you're already knocking at the door of your heart. And you, if we invite you in, if we heed your voice, that you would live on the inside of us. You would talk to us all the time. You'd be there. And you'd make sure, if we listen, 
We heed your voice. That you would make you would make sure we made it for eternity. That you would be honored to be our groom. We love you and praise you. Thank you. Bless. Help us to see that you're in our eyes today. Those who are listening, Lord, I ask you to open their eyes to see what's being said here. We can't do anything without you. We love you and praise you. Give you all of Jesus. You know, I was thinking the other morning as I, I sat on the floor and, and I worshipped him and I didn't really hear him say anything. And I just want to share this with you to know that you don't always hear what he's saying, but he empowers you. He does something in you. And then you just have right thoughts and, and knowing. Um, it's not always something that you can just put your finger on. A lot of people call it coincidence, but it's no coincidence. He's taking care of you. You honor him, and you sit at his feet every day. When I first started, like, really seriously deciding that I was going to obey him because of a crisis that happened in my life, because of my disobedience, I got a pen and paper. And I still have a list today. In fact, remember what he told me to do today. And um, when you do it, you just keep doing what he tells you to do. You're preparing to live with him forever. Just sit at his feet. Put on some beautiful worship music. Light a candle. Just make it a very, very precious time. Cherish him. He who lives on the inside of you. We said that prayer today. You might already have felt him come. You have the peace you didn't have before, the joy, the contentment, just knowing he's with you. He loves you so much he gave his life for you. Come on, how much better are you going to get? He's, he's wonderful. He want, he's wonderful and he adores you. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.